Welcome to Pathless Podcast. It's all fake. Yeah, that's what I do. That's with all fires. Yeah, see, it's that it's that little fa- that little fan somehow gets picked up when the computer gets hot and starts running. Welcome to the Pathless Podcast. This is Lightlessness. I'm Ben, your DM, here with Jeremy, who's playing Morva, the Barbarian Dragon. Sam playing the Tiefling Warlock. Reed playing Quarren Zillicent, the Badger. And Matt playing Babries the Drunk. Alright, uh, we got a 15 second wrap up coming from Reed. In 3, 2, 1. So we left the Veyrin Mountains after reviving the fairy that turned into a ring. And then we arrived downstream first at Galdahan, which is my cousin's farm, and then at my keep, which belongs to my father right now. Okay. Well, that kind of wrapped it up. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I missed the important parts at the end, so... Yeah, well, so you guys are currently... Babries, you're still passed out uh, over someone's shoulder, so don't He's worry about yourself. Shoulder. Yeah, over more shoulder, shoulder. But um, Mitha, Notch, and Morva have been locked in a... With Babries knocked out, have been locked in a... Um, they don't know what yet, but in a room. And uh, their host... Penla Zillicent has demanded that he'll only let them out if they uh, give him the silver rapier that Babreeze was carrying. So, feel free to jump in and do whatever you guys want to. So, can I just lightning spear the door? That seems a little rude. Uh, I'm going to break it down uh, some way. Right. What kind of door is it? Um, it's uh, really, really dark because the only light was candlelight in the room proceeding. So you can feel it, and it's wooden. Oh, he has dark vision. Oh, everyone's got dark, dark vision. Except so for me. He doesn't have it. Yeah. And probably Mitha doesn't have it, but I do. Yeah, okay, fine. So yeah, yeah. you see before you a reinforced wooden door. Okay. Um, Penlod, you are not very well-versed with our dragonkin neighbors to the north, um, but this door will not be able to hold him. Well, then maybe we can just come across another understanding now that we're in this predicament. <laughs> Might be a wise decision. Yes. So, uh, what will it take for me to get that rapier? Uh, why do you want it so much? I do not have it, so I want it. I see. See, problem with this, uh, are you able to give us some sort of silver lining onto another weapon? I could provide you with silver. Can you endow it onto a weapon? No, no, no. If I could do that, I would make my own. Of course. Um, but I could give you lots of silver. Right. How about gold? We're talking silver right now. <laughs> but enough silver that you could take somewhere else and make more, and I can keep this one. Player's note, it costs 100 gold to silver an item. I know that. All right. Well, oh, no, wait, no, I don't. Yeah, okay, 100 gold to silver an item. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking transaction rates, or exchange rates. Oh, okay. No, yeah, it costs 100 gold pieces to silver an item. And it's just 10 silver per one gold jar. Yeah, it's bringing a thousand silver. Oh, it's okay. Um, okay, that seems reasonable. I'm sure we could uh, manage for a little while to get Babries another rapier. Um, yeah, yeah, see... Are you serious about this? Yeah. And this book. It's a fancy rapier. Yeah. It looks to be magically created, but uh, I can send you away with a wagon of silver if that's what need be. Magically created. I don't need money. Oh, yeah, you don't need money. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Money is not edible. If you're looking at me with like this Ponzi scheme, or not Ponzi scheme, some kind of scheme here for money, and I'm just like, ah. Um. All right, I'm gonna take the. Method says just, just we need to get out of here. Take the silver. You want me to break it? Who cares about the item? He's knocked out anyway. Who knows how long he'll be out? We'll explain it to him later, and we'll give him money. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the rapier and magically look at it. All right. It's not actually magically viewed. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it is really finely crafted. Right. Like um, maybe no hands could match this type of craftsmanship. Wow. So I lost it so badly. All right, wagon full of silver and the books. Oh yeah, uh, I can include the books in that. <laughs> what a fancy hammer! <laughs> you can silver your hammer. Of all that silver, we can make it work. Um, it's fine for me. I'm good with it. Okay, how do I know you won't kill me when I open the door? You're a highly respected noble lord. I kill you. Hmm. You just hear. I want to think about this. I'll be back. Door. Okay. So um, he starts walking upstairs. Um. And then, like, uh, you guys are in the dark for a while, and Mythic goes, like, do you, do, you, do you think he's coming back? Just tell me when to break down the door. Of course he's coming back. Oh, when did he come back? Okay. He's a little crazy, but... Uh, he's probably coming back with guards. So I should break down the door now. Mm, do you have a breath weapon? Yeah, you have a breath weapon. They're in a hallway. It's a cone of cold. <laughs> <Those> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. They're always in a hallway. <laughs> Alright, um, so you guys hear footsteps coming. Many footsteps? Nope. Oh, okay. Alright, uh, and he goes, Alright, I expect you to be gentlemen about this. Uh, has, uh, has Babry's woken up yet? No. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I, I was told, you know, I spent a good, good money on that. Uh, I, I had assumed it was going to be for self-defense, but, uh, I guess in the, in some way it is. Uh, but he should only be out for about 12 hours or so. So, um, depending on his constitution. I think he poisoned all of us. Or him. Oh, yes. He fell asleep on his own. I forgot. <laughs> well, um, let's just say I put it only in his glass. You all feel unaffected, correct? I'm also a dragon. I have higher constitution than even you. Okay, well, let's say I put it in the dragon's glass and his glass. Everyone else is good. <laughs> bygones be bygones. <laughs> Let us move on from here. Sure, sure, sure. I, I have the wagon readied. Um... By my estimates, I kind of just took a shovel and shoveled things in. I have no helpers, and I couldn't be bothered to count. But um, there should be, you know, at least 5,000, 6,000 silvers in there. So, so we're good. All right, he's so we're good. slowly opens up the door and, like, steps back mm-hmm. and is a little wary and holds out his hand for the rapier. Sure. I will give it to him. Okay. Um, so he takes the rapier. And he says, you really should, you should be going, uh, you should get going. Where's that animal that came with you? Uh, I'll go find it. Okay. So, um, Corian, at some point during all this, mm-hmm. um, you did turn back into a elf. Okay. Um, so you're up in your room, back in elf state. Okay. I'm going to head to the, uh, bedroom. Okay. Because that's the last place I was aware they were being. Yep. Um, so you get there and no one's there. Um, and then we'll have you Is here. Is there any, uh, food left over on the table? Uh, you see your dad's traditional cooking, and there's, uh, there's some... Alright, I'll go into the kitchen and grab a loaf of bread. Yes, no problem. <laughs> yeah, you see that everything's full, like, they just filled it from their recent Got ferry, it. and there's tons of great food to eat, and lots of vegetables, and, you know, uh, probably, like, meat that's, like, cured, you know, instead okay. of gotcha, gotcha. fresh meat that was burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're eating in the kitchen when you start hearing people, uh, like, come up down the hallway. Uh, and Morvo's carrying babies on his back, 
Mitha and Notch are walking along with Penlod, and Penlod's just acting like nothing has ever happened. And he goes, Quarian, when, when did you arrive? Oh, just recently. Oh, very good boy. Uh, how were your travels? I, I believe you know these people. Oh, yes, we had an excellent time together. Good to see you. Good, good. Will you be staying? I'm afraid not long. I believe I have to uh, get moving again. Oh, so, just thought I'd so will they. Parents. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you stopped by. Did, did you see your mother while you were out? No, I can't say I did. I see. Well, n- no, no bother. I'll be here. And uh, maybe these men will give you a ride. Uh, I'm giving mm. them a wagon and some silver. Uh, oh, do that's you need very anything? generous of you. Oh, yes, thank you. D- did you need anything? Um, no, I mean, I've been doing excellently on my adventures, so I am not wanting for money at all. I see. And uh, nothing scared you out there. It's no, no, not dangerous. No, of course not. I can handle myself perfectly fine. Well, I, I know there's nothing I can say to keep you here, so, uh, you know, by all means. Uh, and boy, get rid of that thing you're using. Grandma rape you at some point, you know. They sell them in town. I'll, I'll send you the gold for one. No, it's quite all right. Our men on the battlefield use these. Yes, yes, and and the men inside here use these. And he holds up a silverized draper, and you realize it's Babriz's. Oh. I suppose you sold it, then. Oh, yes, yes. We came to a very decent understanding. Um, there was uh, some give and, give and take there, but, you know, ultimately the negotiations uh, went good for both of our ends, I imagine. Oh, very good, then. Yes. And uh, that one, uh, he's not waking. I'm assuming he got into the wine cellar. Yes, yes, he drank too much. Right, guys? And he looks over towards, you know, the guys who he had already talked to and nods his head. Sure, give him a nod. Okay, cool. All right, uh, well, then you'll all be your way then. Uh, feel free to take whatever food you need, and the wagon's right up front. Cool. And uh, I will be sending word to uh, Piazza. Um, yes, you know. by the way, the dragon told us his name is going to be... My Lamp of Nilu. I see. Let me write that down. Scribbles it down. And, uh, yes, I will send word on the ferry. Uh, it should get down there in a couple of days. Good. Alright, so you guys, um, get out front. Um, and you can give me one more Constitution Save, Bay Breeze. Uh, seven. Okay. Um, is there any, um, rapiers not being paid attention to by these soldiers? By the soldiers, like yeah, do the soldiers use them or no? Oh, okay, they all use um long swords and long short swords, swords and stuff. Okay. Yeah, spears. You know, there's they use many different weapons, but uh, rapiers and elven thing in in this world. Yeah, I was gonna snag one for babies, but he's got a scimitar that he can't use. So. Yep, it's, it's fine. You like you don't just you just don't get your proficiency. It's worth it. <laughs> That's not important. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you could just take one of the damaged ones. <laughs> let's just walk out. <laughs> I know you're itching for a fight, but um, let's. Uh, I wasn't for this in the first place. Get on onto our wagon full of six hundred silver and two horses. No, no, no. Pull up six thousand. Sorry, six thousand silver uh, and horses, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, be on our merry way. All five of us. Okay. Uh, he tells you of a bridge. Uh, you know. I guess he asks your destination, you guys say try back at some point, and he tells you of a bridge across the tree now. Um, and, uh, that should be good. To be honest, I don't think they're going to be that mad. The the boy would be mad. What do you mean, mad? You you sold it, right? Yes. Under stupid circumstances. 
Your father's an odd gentleman. Oh, he's a little peculiar, I suppose. Obsessive? A little more obsessive than peculiar, I'll agree. Yeah, but what? Well, it'll be fine. It's okay, at least he still has that cellar door. What? Uh, no. (laughs) Alright, so you guys are on the wagon traveling. Um, You made it over the Trina, and you're halfway to Tribeck. Um, And Babreeze wakes up. Uh, Babreeze, you find yourself in the sun uh, on this wagon. Uh, they probably laid you on top of piles of silver. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you wake up and I wake up and I look around and a smile creeps across my, across my face. And the sun beats down and I'm okay with this right now. Yeah, it felt like a really good rest. Like you don't feel drugged at all. Like you feel good. You feel refreshed. The wine was in, was amazing. <laughs> so so I'm gonna uh, get up and uh, so I'm just gonna sit up and uh-huh. uh, just say where where are we? We're halfway to Tribeca. And where did all the silver come from? So, you've dealt with Penlod before, yes. Yeah, really pleasant fellow. A little weird, you said you'd given him a rapier before. Yeah, he took care of my captain's old rapier. Well, you gave him another one. But we got this in the return, <laughs> so. And I'm going to uh, reach down for my side and see it's gone. And say, a thief of thieves. Okay. I didn't realize that I couldn't trust uh, my crew. But uh, hold on, you I, I, I was under the impression that this was a lawful transaction. Well, well, when you're held in a cellar against your will, I what is this about a cellar? So, yeah, what are you guys talking about? Divulge. So you were poisoned, and that's why you fell asleep. You know you can hold your liquor, but you fell asleep from the wine. Which was, uh, contaminated. Oh, which you just sleep. And while we were being sh- given a tour, uh, your father, Penlaw, decided to lock us in a room, the cellar, until we would give the rapier. I see. So to make it l- not as unlawful, <laughs> we did not break down the door, and I'm we chaotic. had a fair <laughs> trade of 6,000 silver, which is your new bed for now. And for that rapier. And that rapier was magically given to me by uh, Moron. And... Moron took it away. By Moron. By Moron. Moron, Moron. I feel like Moron... I said his name three times. Would have been hilarious if he switched your old rapier for one of the Fenlaws that's actually his and we just sold the one. But um, we'll be able to get another one. And it wasn't actually magic, it was just meant to be puffed. So, nothing extra special. How much other magic y stuff do you have puffed on you? Well, I mean, I on your next control time. the magics. Well, on. <laughs> right here. <laughs> so, he just fired two guns off in the air. What was that threat? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. the first, so where are we going to? Try back. Alright, um, well, is there any type of weaponsmith in Tribeck? I know the forge was there, but they didn't make weapons, they made gold ball. Gold ball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sure there has to be somebody. I mean, you're a military man. Is there some sort of... Also familiar with the country. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, like, um, I think we talked about this before. So, um, any town that's a real town, like Tribex a real town, is going to sell <coughs> normal things. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. strange things are going to be down south where the rich towns are, or unless you find, like, a richer town up north. And then, um, aside from that, yeah, you can expect, since Tribex isn't just some random settlement, it's a town, to be able to buy anything out of the player's handbook. That's a big town, right? Yeah, it's a big yeah. one. So, we should definitely be able to find something. Maybe we'll even get you a better rapier and silver it. If you want, I can hide it from you and then puff it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me feel a lot better. <laughs> okay. Um, Mythagosa, has anyone gained any information on where this uh, flower is? Yes, I did. Oh, really? It yeah. would have been helpful to know. Well, you know, it's on the way. Um, on on the way? You, we're not headed straight toward it right now? The farmers um, said that it's a very rare flower that blooms at night. Um, and they might think it's at the King's Garden. I see. But in Tribeca, I can go to and research from the library, and we can know everything about it from there. Okay, fine. So uh, if everyone's good, I want you to arrive at Tribeca. Uh, we'll get you guys there, like, at, uh, at Eve again or something like that. Fun. Um, where's your first stop in Tribeca? First stop in Tribeca is avoiding the sheriff. Okay. Because right, he doesn't want to see our faces in yeah. the town. We, we need to avoid it. We're also, sheriff and, uh, we're also riding into town on a giant wagon. We should go to the market. <laughs> it splits it up, makes it not look like we have 6,000 okay. silvers. So, um... My parachute pants can only hold gold. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff's name was... One of us have to be able to remember this together. All brain power in a room. That bastard. That's Travis Dorth. Travis yeah, Star. Travis Dorth. Thank you. Okay. Um, from what you guys remember, Travis Dorth is the only uh, enforcement in town. And it is a very large town. So, um, as long as you're keeping your watch, you should be able to avoid him. Cool. Um, so you guys get to the market on your wagon. And, uh, you can market however you'd like. And we can, you know, fast pace all this. Yeah. So, what would you guys like to market? Um, well, the rapier first, right? Yeah, babies, whatever you want. Alright, well, I want... This I want this rapier, mm-hmm. and I want it to be silver. Sure. So can I either find a silvered one, or can I find a very nice rapier and then go to the forge and silver it? Sure. So um, you can find a rapier, and yes, they'll be able to silver it, but there's no silver to rapiers. And the silvering process is very, very quick with their technology. They're literally just going to liquefy silver, dip it in, and then probably have a cooling system to cool it down for you and hand it to you within your, your waiting time. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, so you guys obtain a rapier, and it's silvered for 120 gold. You had 600. Yeah. So I'll, I'll keep track. You don't have to write down yet. Okay. Um, so we're at... 600 minus 120 is 480. Thank you. 480. Is anyone else getting anything or having anything done? Uh, I want to get rid of this. I want to get rid of this burning sensation. <laughs> okay, so the fancy weapon, the burning sensation, you would like to try to sell. Yeah, I want to try to get rid of it. Okay, uh, so you market it as the burning sensation, and I'm just going to percentage above 50, you're able to sell it here, and then we'll deal with the money. So you got a 73. Um, so yes, you find someone who's willing to buy it. Um, they're especially interested in the fact that like it, it seems to have like this redness to it, mm-hmm. so the metal might be worth a lot if melted down and reused into something else. So, um... Wow. 
All right, so of the value, they're willing to give you 2,000, um, we'll just call it 2,000 flat gold. Sold. All right. So um, you find, you know, probably a teacher who's been banking up some money at Unity, um, who also was traveling the town and sees you, you know, talking to a few vendors, trying to sell a thing off. And uh, they do say it's very valuable, and he seems to think so as well. And he gives you 2000 for it uh, and takes it back to Unity. Cool. All right, let's give someone else, or anyone else, uh, want to do anything? I might as well silver my Warhammer. Okay, so you're just going to silver it as is? So I got you at 2,380. No, 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 no. They have 380. I have 2,000. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll put that on the side. 380 over here. Actually, all the silver is yours, too, if you think about it. All the silver is mine, if I do think about it. Okay. Somewhere the fact that we're a party, you know, but... Who steals from each other? You're good, though. Not me. I would have killed his father, but... Hey, man, I kill people's sons. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> two so far. Yeah. Wait, two? Yeah. He was yeah. already dead. The second one. <laughs> kid you killed own. him again. <laughs> Alright, Sam, would you like to do anything? Notch. Um, stock up on rations. I don't think I have anything else I really need. Okay, I'll just minus 10 for what. rations and no one has to think about them anymore. Okay. We're at 370. And, um, Corian, would you like to do anything? Um... Is there any way I can get belts, uh, boots of elven kind? Um, we talked about that before here. It's also be down Piazza. Well, I'll give you a percentage for it. Uh, it's just a low percent. Twenty percent is what I was gonna say, and you got a two on that thing, so I should just give it to you. All right, you got a twenty-three percent. I said twenty percent. So yes, you do find boots of elven kind. Uh, it appears that you know some some crafter brought them in from another land with hopes of selling them up here, and he wants a thousand for them. Sold. Okay. So I have you at a thousand. I have the group at three seventy. And I was on Corian. I'm sorry, Corian. Go ahead. Um, so I'm basically going to be suggesting to the group that we get any money that we don't spend, that we get it transferred into gems or something easier to manage so that we're not walking around like walking targets you know, we, with a cart full of gold. Why don't we buy a bag of holding if we can find one? Because then we can just throw all the gold in there. Yeah, so um, I'm going to say no bag of holding yet. Um, I tried Corian. Yeah, you did try. It was a good call. But, uh, uh, you guys have a wagon, two horses, and 370 gold that can be turned into a gem if you guys want. You can trade it for something, and I'll tell you whether or not you lose income or gain income on the deal. Right. Um. The stock market trading system, that is D&D. Yeah. <laughs> I deal in fine art items. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think I need it. I don't know what else right. I need. Cool. I really don't um, much or need much. I would just—I'll uh, just suggest like silvering a dagger or whatever your weapon is, because if we're fighting werewolves, so you're magical. I, I use magic, it. so yeah, I got it. And I would—we'll just like throw this in here for all continuity sake. Uh, Babrys says that he had a you know much easier time. easier time slicing through the were rat. Yeah, once he got that silvered weapon, so. Uh, that's why Morver got his silvered, and Corrin, do you have anything to get sure. silvered? Sure. I'll buy, uh, well, how much gold do we have? 370. Gold silver. Uh-huh. I'm sorry? You have 370. He asked how many they have. How much? 370. Yep. Is, uh, anybody doing anything with this 370? Nope. Nope. Alright, so a masterwork weapon would be 300. Still, I'm assuming. I don't know if masterwork exists anymore. 
Gotcha. I don't think Mass Word exists. It's just a plus one, and it's like an uncommon. Gotcha. Okay. Then I'll just pick up where I go, Longsword, and get that silver. Okay. You silver a Longsword, well minus 110. You guys have 260, Sam, so you can update your number now. Cool. Thank you. Alright, uh, what else do you guys want to do in Tribeck? Um, you still have a wagon and horses, and, um, whatever you guys want. Uh, I say that we should, one, invest in the liquor market. That seems to be what the, the hotness is. Uh, but two, we should give this wagon as a means of atonement to the elf that... Fingen. Fingen. Sure. Because the fat guy from the other town... Uh, the eating contest winner. Yeah, he, I'm sure, gave that those horses back. But this would be a nice little thank you, especially because we're back in town. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that he was raging angry at us. I think he just said that we should leave. Yeah. Or no, no, no. We're cool, right? Yeah, you guys are yeah. cool. Yeah, he didn't really like that son anyway. Did you ever pay him back for that blue eyes? Uh, you know what? Maybe I should get two bottles of blue eyes. Thank you. Okay. How much do two bottles of blue eyes cost? 50 gold each. Sweet. I'm getting two. It's crazy expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't drink it last time. Yep. And Fingen didn't even care. So. Um, Alright. Can I see a DMG? That's okay. Sure. Um, but I do have 900 gold. I really don't need it outside of... Um, can I silver another weapon? Sure. Cool. So I'll have 800. I'm just gonna silver a. You uh... have to silver his crossbow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, if you silver a short bow, it doesn't. It's all about like, the bolts. Yeah, yeah, it makes the bolts, right? Yeah, yeah. That's um, Alright, but I'm gonna get uh, two silver daggers. That's fine. Just uh, 102 minus, so I got you at. Uh, I should be at 700. I was doing mine separately, and I'm just gonna throw it all back in the pool. That's fine. Alright, so you want 700 thrown back in the pool? Uh, yes. Okay, Sam, you got 960. Yep. Plus my other 12, so I'm at 972. Alright, that's fine. You went from 12 gold to 972. I still got 50. So, you have headed to Fingen next? Nowhere else in Tribeck? Um, did you go to the library yet? Yeah, I wanted to do that. I didn't realize we were actually going to Fingen. I thought we were just going to kind of like do it put a, it through. You know, stamp on Two it. However you want to do it. You guys are headed south from here, though, I think. Oh, okay. Which yeah. Fingen's farm is south of Tribeck. Yes. So you should finish up what you want to do in Tribeck and then follow Belvin's way south to get to the capital. Yeah, I want to uh, stop in to work and do okay. some research. Sure. So you get in there, job goes, uh, hey, Notch, how's life been outside? Hey, Job. Uh, it's really interesting out, out there, actually. You know what I read? What you read? Yeah. What did you read? I read Half Elves and You. Really? I did. That's good. Oh, um, actually, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, we've had a parchment for you. Uh, it's, it's only been, like, a little over a week. But, uh... Um, I immediately grab it. I kept it for you. Okay. Um, it's a letter from Bubbles. Yeah. So. Um, do you have any, um, suggestions for what else I can take? Uh, I'm gonna check out... Oh, and I have... Uh, I'll be able to drop off some new books I got from the West as well. Okay. Um... But I'll take some out, and I need to research about the Gladiolus Tristis. Okay. So you are easily able to find information about the Gladiolus Tristis. It's just a common flower. Okay. Um, you uh, learn at some point in there um, that the Gladiolus, Gladiolus Tristis is very hard to care for um, and requires not much light at all. 
Okay. Um, and the land did used to be covered in them in many of the forests, but a lot of the forests in the south were chopped down to make room for a lot of these, you know, processing plants and cities and stuff, which uh, killed tons of them. Um, the king likely does have one in his thing, if Could it doesn't I, say it outright. Could I also probably conjecture that there might be in the, mute, in the mute woods? Yes, you can definitely probably conjecture good. that. Okay, cool. Um, good. I mean, if that's everything I need to know about, then I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, am I, are we with each other? Yes, that's fine. Okay. Or, you, or you can be elsewhere. You pick. Well, I'd, I'd rather be with each other. Yeah. Um, I'm going to return this uh, joke book. Yeah. And uh, so you're out of rope. And I'm also going to check out a fancy, fancy jewels book. Sure. Um, and then I'm also going to, uh, Ask about words. There you go. Ask about words? Yeah, I, f- I have words in my head and then I forgot them. Um, okay, that's fine. Sounds good to me. Ask about words. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a fancy jewel book. Oh, uh, I was going to ask... There you go. I was going to ask permission. So, guys, now that we have a little bit more than uh, the poverty level, do we want to buy some nicer clothes? I suppose I could always get a new set, and I have been through quite a bit with mine. Yeah, sounds good. Metha not. Yes, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Next well, chapter of new clothing, <laughs> of course. Metha actually just kind of sighs and goes, come on, guys, we need to get going. <laughs> Bunch of women <laughs> buying clothes. All right, um, so you guys can feel free to micromanage the clothing Um However you want. Let's, uh... You've got a letter, and we're headed down to Fingen's, unless someone else says otherwise. That's fine. I'm gonna read the letter while we're... Sure. On, while we're moving. On the ride down to Fingen's, um... He, uh... Didn't address it to anyone once you open it up. Um, like, on the inside, at the very yep. least. But, uh, it says, uh... I traded a good deal of my book-slash-company to a recruit from, uh... Oh, with a... From a... Yeah, sorry. To a recruit with a knack for our king, in hopes that this will get to you. They're holding me in quirks, and what I hear is not good. It appears that there is a ritual involving some items of which I have not been made aware, but please let someone know so that they can stop this madness. I'd ask for someone to save me as a... save me as well, but I've recorded 124 likens here at this time of the sending, and there are countless more recruits. I miss my books already. I hope you don't get this too late. You were always so prompt in returning my letters, so I know you'd be the best one to write to. I'll try to write again. Stay tuned. Bubbles Keyholder. Okay. And I'll allow you access to that whenever you need it. Yeah. Um, I see that. Yeah. <clears throat> quirks. Um, quirks is, I'm assuming, going to be... Southwest Focus. Oh, uh, Quarks. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. All right, uh-huh. so close. I'm going to run Okay. Cool. So, uh, you guys get to Fingen's farm. Uh, he's out working the land. Um... Taking care of some animals and stuff. And, uh, he sees the wagon coming. And then, uh, you know, says, Hey, guys. Uh, I, at first I thought that was AWAG. Welcome back. Yep, it's good to see you. Fingen has to park. That's same old, same old. So tell me, uh, what, how have you been? Like, uh, your adventures, everyone's well. I see that you're all here in one piece. Yep. This is uh, a mighty fine clothing you're all wearing. You've gotten a bit richer, I can see. Thank you. Actually, Fingen, we, uh, I decided to get that blue ice back to you as a thank you for being so kind to us. I'll need to drink it with you at some point, then. 
Right now is a perfect time. Ah, <laughs> uh, not in the middle of the work day. I still have too much to do to be knocked on my butt. Um, but uh, he takes both of them and sets them down to the side safely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Just one. Oh, oh, I say hit him ball with yourself. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, where where are your plans? Where are you headed to? Uh, you didn't let good old Travis Dorth see you while you were up in town, did you? No, we did our best. Okay. Good man, good man, but um, he's uh, posted some papers saying uh, to report you guys if you come into the area. I don't know what you did to make him so angry. Uh, it's a complicated matter, and honestly, that's just an arrangement between us to make sure nothing gets any more complicated. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad to see that uh, you're coming up in the world. Uh, do you plan on staying here? Or? Um, It's still the middle of the day, so we should probably just uh, get going. We have rather urgent business to see, too. I see. I would appreciate the hospitality, but at the time, it we've already dwaddled quite a bit in uh, to, uh, Trebek. Okay, well, I, I thank you for stopping by. Uh, you know, where is your next destination? I believe, unless anybody wants to update me, that we are heading over to Felicia, the capital city. Oh, okay. Very nice. So, um, we wanted to stop by and... We have this cart. Uh, we picked it up from my father because we made a business transaction with him to carry uh, the Smart transaction hands. with. Okay. So we figured perhaps you could use it on your farm. That would be splendid. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you said you were headed down to the uh, capital. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here, take these. Uh, they're just these silly things that uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Um, you know what they're for, but I believe that they have some value in the capital. And um, they're they have like a Felician seal on them, and they're green strips of fabric, um, you know, about the size of our American dollar. Do I recognize them? Or? Um, yeah, they they seem familiar, but no, you don't know their purpose. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yep, I will send you off then. Is he keeping the horses too, or just the wagon? Horses Might as well. well. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Cool. Not enough horses for all of us to ride on. So. Cool. Alright, um, it is getting very late in game, uh, we got here at dusk, so, um, do you guys want to try to find travel that you can sleep on on the way down and maybe pay for it, um, or just sleep here at Fingen's and then travel down? Oh, okay, I thought it was the middle of work day from the, uh... Yeah, that is how the talk went. Well, you know, it doesn't really matter, so why don't we just keep everything moving? I don't want to hold anyone up or anything. So yeah, it was the middle of the work day now. Somewhere in there, there was a rest, okay? Gotcha. While we're traveling, I, I do relate that um, I had I have an old friend um, who is being held by these initiates um, all the way west in Quarks. I would very much like to save him, but he says there's at least 120 that are against us. Um, although, why is he being held? Why is he being held? Yeah. Probably knows too much. It seems to be our our like. I see. Um, he did also mention the ceremony that Mitha is going to be a part of, um, or is leading us towards rather. So I don't. I hope he stays stays alive until that happens. But I don't know, and I fear for his safety. Um, I'll also need to get a letter his way. I suppose. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's no return address. Yeah. It was uh, hand-delivered hand into the system. So, we'll have to figure that one out later, how you want to send mail, or you can come up with some idea. Yeah. But, 
Alright, um, so you travel about a day's unless anyone has anything else, and arrive uh, down Belvin Way at Felicia Capital. Um, Felicia Capital is a very beautiful place. Um, there's guards stationed here and there, but um, there's beautiful floral arrangements, nice bushes, um, trees that are well cared for and pruned, and um, very skilled woodwork um, that have statues some in late, overlaid in silver, some in li- overlaid in gold and stuff. Um, and uh, also, for those of you who live in the kingdom, the current king is Boaz Strongwell. So, where do you guys want to head? Well, now that you're at the capital, ideally, I'm sure we should go to the king immediately, or at, at least for Mitha. see his mm. palace. Yeah, we should speak to somebody at the, not the court, at the castle, because I doubt that we will grant an immediate audience with the king. Although, we all look very fancy. <laughs> all right, um, so this you guys... This is Penlod Zillism. <laughs> this is Corrin Zillism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you guys can stop any guards that you want and talk to them, or you can just head to towards the castle. That works too. Um, there's an outer wall to the castle, though, and then an inner, mm-hmm. and everything like that. Corian wouldn't talk to a guard. Corian okay. would walk past and talk to him. Actually, <laughs> that is not true. You will recall my first thing upon getting into Trebek was to talk to a <laughs> local law enforcement. A local law enforcement. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't turn out too well. But <laughs> Okay, so someone just tell me what you guys want to do. Oh, I'm just heading. I was planning on heading straight to the castle. Okay, so you guys get to the uh, outer wall. Uh, and, you know, there's guards lined up there in a gate that's already down. Or port colas, whatever. Um... Actually, as I'm getting closer to this castle and noticing guards, mayhaps Morva would like to secure us an inn and perhaps stay there for the time being. So, Morva, your response. What, you guys don't want me around? Morva, I respect you as a dragonborn. Unfortunately, as was mentioned recently, the attitude in the country towards dragonborns, especially here in the king's, you know, hometown, is probably rather poor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're able to get him lodging. Um, they'll take your money and put him up. And uh, we don't need to make anything out of that. So the rest of you, more of us side. Yeah, so going to the castle. Okay, so you guys got to the outer gate. You're there, there's guards there. Mm-hmm. I'll speak to a guard. Okay. Uh, are you looking for a tour? Uh, how can we help you? You look like tourists. Hello there, sir. I am Corian Zillison, son of Duke Penlot Zillison of the Royal Militia. Okay. Uh, I am currently in town, and I was most intrigued to look at the King's Garden, if that would be permitted. Yes, yes, that's definitely I heard great. it is a magnificent sight. Um, well, actually, uh, we have a tour scheduled, but uh, this does not include the King's Garden. Um, I don't know if you're not aware already, but um, you uh, can only get entrance to the King's Garden through uh, use of a entry seal, and um, here's a list of nobles that you can gain these from. Um, so you guys get a list. And what precisely would an entry seal appear as? Uh, it is a green fabric uh, oh, with the seal on it. such as this. Oh, yes. I, it seems that you've already met with some noble then. I am a noble. Um, oh, very good. 
Okay. Um, well, he goes to take the list back from you guys unless you guys want to keep it. Um, it's just a full list of like all the nobles in Felicia. Mm-hmm. So. I think we'll keep it. Cool. So I'll grab it and stuff it in my jacket. Perfect. <laughs> in a most noble manner. <laughs> Befitting the clothes he is wearing. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Alright, he's probably got like a baby just coat like, on top of the bottom of his coffee Take pants. his pants, just spread them wide open. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and not break eye contact. Alright, well, will you be taking the standard tour as well? Unfortunately not, lad. Uh, is there any way that we could um, look at the view at night? I hear that the King's Garden is uh, more beautiful at night time. Um, Actually, uh, you know, we only do tours during the day. It's better eyesight and everything. And, uh, you know, this is, if, even though you have the seal, this is a, like visiting the king himself. It's, it's very important that everything stays safe and such. Uh, while you have the time, you know, today, we can schedule something, but, uh, we encourage you definitely to take the normal tour as well. It is quite a treat. Uh, and he hands you like an itinerary for what the normal tour entails. And it says like inside the keep walls, architecture of the palace of Felicia. Felicia and Time, a play of the history of Felicia. FAP, Felicia Art Project. Um, the Flowered Ground, which is the capital and its flowers. Notch. I'll give that to Notch. Yeah, I'll take the tour. You're going to take the tour? Why not? <laughs> Alright. Um, does anyone else want to take the tour with Notch? Uh, that um, tour can happen at any point. The other one needs to be scheduled for later. Okay. Um, well, I'll just work. I'll start working on uh, scheduling the other. The other one? So if you want to. Go with Notch, you're more than welcome to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't have to, it's fine. Alright, um, so you guys, um, a, a guard comes out who's dressed more in like civilian clothes, though he's armed. Um, they open up the portcullis and they let you two through. Um, the only people who are actually on the tour can go through. And uh, they start inside the keep walls, and they're showing you the in- inner part of the walls and telling you how long it took to be built, and um, how Murdoch had it all actually erected, erected when he first got here out of fear of um, the Ghost King from Samsara coming. Um, And, uh, you know, they're walking you through, and they take you towards the actual castle itself, um, where an outside amphitheater is. And uh, you guys are the only ones there, and they sit you down, and uh, the guard sits down next to you guys and gets all giddy. And um, they uh, play a horn, and two people come out, and uh, it shows, like, one guy yelling at the other guy, saying, like... uh, He's too mean. He makes us work all day, and we have no freedom. The other guy goes, "Ah, but I am Murdoch. I will get us out of here." And um, they like uh, cut scene, and then they open up, and there's like this large hovercraft-looking thing that's you know obviously fake. It's like a wooden, it's a wooden thing that he stands in front of, and he's like tapping his hammer down on it and smiling. And he goes, "I Murdoch. I I will save all of our people." And um, the scene cuts, and then it opens again, and Murdoch and a ton of other people, uh, cast members come up, and they're all, like, standing behind this thing, like, riding it, like they're on a thing across the river. And they're going, ah, we don't know what's on the other side of, um, the Tiber Sea, but we will find out, and we will be free. And, um, you know, cut scene, open scene again, and, um, they get there, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, uh, guys dressed up as elves with, like, uh, funny ears and stuff. A few of them probably are elves. Uh, and they go, oh, you were... Underneath an evil rule, we'll take you in. Come live with us. And Murdoch goes, there's an evil king across the sea. He's uh, likely a ghost, and he uses poison in his creations. We worked for him, but we want to keep you safe now. We'd hate to endanger you. 
Uh, you must tell everyone that, you know, this king may come, and we need to unite together underneath rule. And then the elves go and send off, and they cut scene. And the next scene, they show, like, a bunch of dragonborn dressed-up people, and they're, like, acting like uh, savages. And an elven guy comes up to them and uh, opens up his parchment and says, like, uh, there's danger coming. And the dragonborns just go, oh, we don't care. Um, you can't come on our land. Stay away from us. And, um, you know, they, they all said, well, but really, we all need to unite together. And the dragonborn says, no, we won't unite. And then uh, scene shuts and opens again. And the dwarf, the same as thing happens with the dwarves, and they're all, like, fine people and stuff. And the dwarves go, oh, yes, of course. Uh, you have great technology for us. Please, you know, we will help you, whatever you need. And um, then the next scene opens, and everyone's, like, happy holding hands. And there's, like, dragonborns in the corner. Um, that are just, like, smashing rocks together and stuff like that. And they say, like, the end. And uh, the guy next to you, the guard next to you, starts, like, clapping and stuff. Mm. So, um, they, uh, you know, the, the guard's, like, a, a little teary-eyed and very happy as he starts walking you over to uh, Fap. And he goes, here is Fap. Uh, we come to Fap to uh, see the great artworks that have collected across the land. The, um... Yeah, the king prior to Boaz uh, saw a keen sense to collect, you know, together all this artwork and really make the people a little bit more cultured and wise. Uh, you may have heard of him, actually. He built the library uh, that's up in Tribeck. So uh, feel free to walk around and take a look at things. Uh, I will stand here and, you know, you can only leave and enter through this one area. So they walk in, uh, I guess go... Is that seriously what you guys think happened here with the country's history? That's the history he has. Yeah. That's a little nicer and childish. So that that's why they hate the Dragonborn? Because they think they're a bunch of dumb idiots like Morva? Well, <laughs> <laughs> although that's our own ah! case study that we have, uh, they, we had to fight and it was just wasn't... They weren't agreeing with us. That's as far as I know they went. So the elves hate the dragonborns because the dragonborns wouldn't stop a ghost king from across the sea? Something like that. I don't know. History's not my major. That seems to be... People hate for no reason in this country. Sure do. Alright, so as you guys are talking and walking around, um, there's like a, a flame that catches your eye uh, from the corner. Um, and you guys see that like uh, over on a pedestal in like this encasement is um, a horse made completely out of fire that's just like sitting there on its own. I just stop and I look over at it. Like, you know you know when, you, when you're moving and all of a sudden you just immediately stop and turn and like your feet's in the air? Like, yep. that's it right there. Yes. So, um, notch, notch. Yes. Look at that. Look at that horse. It's a fine horse. We should walk over to it. Yes, we should walk over to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you guys get over to it. Uh, there is a guard within your vicinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just standing there. You know, he's not expecting any trouble. Sure. Can I, like, touch it? There's an encasement around it, so mm-hmm. you can't actually touch it. Does it, like, react or anything? Because, like, the air one reacted a lot. Uh, it seems that the encasement is just like, um, you know, in the way of that. You can touch the encasement, I want, if you're just trying to investigate it. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and roll an investigate check. Sure. Can I, or? Yeah, you can. He's actually fine, though. You 
save yourself oh, no. for two. <laughs> um, so um, you uh, you press it at first, and um, it's just uh, a, a, a thin sheeting, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't feel any heat coming from the outside of it, at least. And uh, as you press a little bit more, you realize how light and thin it is. As you like, and, like makes like a funny noise, and the guard looks over at you guys. Um, just make like a dexterity save to get your hand away from the trouble. Sure. Um, three. Okay. So um, the guard sees like no touching the stuff, and he comes over and he like uh, pushes the globe, you know, the, this uh encamp encasement back over top of it so it's even again, uh, and stands next to it. And, you know, can I help you guys at all? Just really interested in this uh, fire horse you have here. Can you tell me more about it? Uh, I'm not really a guy to just work here, but you know, I guess uh, it's some fancy contraption to make it look like that. Maybe something they made up in Unity or something. They are quite clever there. Yeah, but yeah. Are any of these pieces of art for sale? Like that picture of a ship over there? Uh, actually, you know, underneath the the Fappin project. They uh, decided that, you know, this is just for cultural use, not for sale, so. Mm. Okay. You can feel free to check out other things. Will do. And as I walk away, I'm going to start touching things. Sure. Uh, well, he's, he's going to follow you then and be like, uh, you're not allowed to touch things. Oh, oh, of course, of course. Okay. And I'm going to stop touching things and I'm going to walk away. Okay. But he uh is probably gonna just stay where he is and like watch you as you're walking away there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so Notch, uh, I kind of think this out loud to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I want that horse. I want it bad. I need the horse. <laughs> Not, I need to make it up to you for, for your rapier. Uh, all right. So how do we do this? You're uh, a professional. Well, um, I can climb really quickly. My boots give me stealth on uh. Advantage, uh, advantage on stealth checks, and um, if we can somehow distract the guard, I can take it. But because we have already spoken about the horse, they're going to assume it's us. Yeah. So either we can do this now and try to live with it later, or we can do this later. And I, I prefer doing it now because we'll never have a second chance. <laughs> well, it's the. What? Okay, then we run, but we're in the middle of a castle fort thing. I mean, I can hold it, like, the fire's not gonna hurt me or nothing, but, like. I don't know how far we thought this through. I just want it so bad. And pirates take what they want. Hmm. Um. Well, we know there's nothing at nighttime. I was trying to see if we'd come back later. Or when you guys grab the flower, I'll come and grab this. Okay. And if not, we'll just come in here and bust it because we might get a flower somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you come back over to your guide and he says, uh, how, did, did, you, did you enjoy FAP? You know, our FAP session was really good. And I think I might have to try FAPing again. Well, come back anytime. Uh, next stop is the <laughs> flowered ground. Um, and, uh, it is all about the Capitalized Flowers, and they take you actually back outside the gate and walk you around the grounds and show you all the flowers that you walk oh, past. Do you get to see the flowers? I thought... This is... Oh, the garden's different. Correct. Mm-hmm. These are flowers. There were flowers, and they are flowers. And you see flowers. Are and there any flowers. gladius tristis? No, there are not. Gladius tristis? 
Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Corian, you make the appointment. It is only for like an hour after they get back. So, you guys have a little bit of free time. Got it. Corian, mm-hmm. we found another horse. We've had lots of horses in our time of traveling. We had the four we got from Thingen. We had the two we got from my father. I know, and this is another one we're going to get. What do you mean? Well, it looks like I reach in this horse and I reach in this horse, which is the air horse, and I'm going to put it back. And I think this is the last horse. Because I found in another adventure this horse. It's a water horse. Now, if we have all four elements, that's the four horsemen. We could... Destroy the world with these horses. I want this last one. I am not falling right now. Why are you destroying the world? No, no, we have the option to. We have that much power in order to be able to stave off the attack from our... 124 people. That or That's 12 Milo square. Milo. 144 well. is actually 12 square. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you think that you get so much power by collecting these... Odd magical presences. Because that's what odd magical presences are. The moron told him to. <laughs> the moron told him to. More of a told me to. <laughs> Slam! Not a plane. I just knew that if he used moron, it would come up all the time and it would just sound so funny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I caught that. It's a good time. Alright. So, I'm coming in tonight and grabbing that. I really don't know if you should be stealing from the king, and I don't know if. This. No, 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 no. It's stealing from fat. I'm pretty sure that's property of the king. Well, everything's property of the king. Well, I mean, we get into a little bit of situa- social <laughs> issue there where I'm not sure I quite agree with you on that point, but... But fat doesn't belong to the king. Fat belongs to fat. No, it's part of the king's castle. It's an open exhibit that he permits the common folk like yourself to experience. I'm going to experience it tonight. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys are just going to have to go your separate ways on that. And um, in the hour that you're waiting, one of you opens up the list of nobles. Uh, you see Edgar Allegre of Allegre, Fictal An- Anvilmaker of Enten Noir, Aldric Alverne of Alverne, Humphrey Bowbottom of Tellus, Tem Shalfan of Regal, Gregor's Clearword of Piazza, Yiren Galdahan of Galdahan, uh, Kite Pope of Haddith, Coughlin Hicks of Hicks, Bubbles Keyholder of Quarks, Rickert Long of Piccadilly, Fingen Merriwind of Tribeck, Strang Near of Terence, Alexander Pims of Gripe, William Pims of Mashu, David Pims of Hope, and Penlod Zilzin of Mercy. Man, it's a good thing they did that alphabetically, because I was starting to get worried. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they did by last name. Alright, um, so... Eight hours up if you guys have nothing else you want to do or say. Cool. Bubbles, huh? Bubbles, keyholder. Bubbles. What exactly is his uh, profession? Keyholding. Learner <laughs> of stuff. Uh, apparently he's a note. And uh, we just uh, discussed different topics of knowledge. I see. Okay. All right. Did I recognize that Piazza one? Um. Yes, you did. Uh, it rings in your mind... As a, well, you, sh- I'll, I'll screw the wisdom check. 
when you heard that, you remembered a someone announcing a name at some point. Oh, it you wasn't rem- the girl who I, uh... You remember someone announcing a name. You Maybe it was while you were with the girl, but someone, like, called, entering, blah, 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 and that's that's the name that you heard. Gotcha. I guess it was, uh, entering... Well, because I knew it was the mayor's... Gregor's clear word. Right, I knew it was the mayor's daughter that I was with, so I wasn't sure if that was, like, the noble thing. Yeah, well, um, you can look into your background later, and that was, yeah. It was the name that, that was called up that entered into her house when she said, you need to get out. Okay, gotcha. So, whoever he was, he entered into the house. That name, you heard. Okay? Uh, so you guys are ready for your flower exhibit, and I think we're just gonna push on here. Um, you are brought into a large room that is within the castle walls itself. Um, it is on the side of the castle and is much lower, and there are holes in the roof that have, um, they're like, well, I guess they're, they're large sections of ceilings that are propped up. Um, by mechanical arms at varying angles to allow different levels of light. And there's also piping, much like what you saw at Unity, and Morva's not there, but what Morva saw on the, on the ferry, uh, that seems to, you know, be going over top of all of these plants. Um, the plants that you see so far are not very, very, or not greatly varied. Um, there's many with plump leaves and, um, of various sizes, but not much color at all. So, as you're looking through, they all look very similar to your eyes. Um, do we have uh, anybody with us? Like, Yes. So, the room itself... Is Mytha with us, or is Mytha back with Morva? Mytha's probably... I had Mytha with you guys, just, uh, she, she likes keeping her news and things. Yeah. Okay. Figure out that's because we didn't say it, so yeah, I just yeah. want to double check. So, um, you're all in there. Um, it is well guarded. Uh, there's six guards here, uh, and then there's additionally two cards that are walking around with you, and, uh, one guide who is, again, a guard that is just, uh, dressed in more appropriate clothing. Beautiful flowers, aren't they? Yes, they're quite alright. Yeah, I'm sorry you did not come in blooming season, but... You know, I, I can tell you that their beauty is great when uh, when it's time for them to bloom. All of these are more seasonal that we're at. Uh, are any of these the Gladius Tristis? Ah, you're a man of flowers. I read about a lot of things. Very good. Yes, I, I can take you over to the Gladius Tristis. Uh, he brings you over, and um, they're just, like, sitting in a different area. Uh, it's fully propped closed right now, so that no light is really getting on mm-hmm. in on them. And uh, he says, yeah, these, these are Gladius Tristis. Um, they are like a creamy yellow on the outside, and, um, the flower petals themselves have like light green stripes in them. Uh, there's also a very nice, uh, kind of spicy trilic fragrance coming off of this area that you're in. Hmm. Um, do you mind if I observe them closer? You may, uh, I'll stand next to you, you know. Um... Babries, uh, weren't you also terribly interested in these flowers as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, go join them. Okay, so I stand. So you guys are leaning over this, uh, you know, wooden. I imagine it's wooden sided and stuff like that. Looking at the flowers and smelling them. Mm-hmm. Are they within arm's reach? They could reach Gnome them. Arm reach? Yep, they could reach them. 
So, um, I guess I'm gonna talk turn to our guard and ask him what questions. Like, isn't it true if these are in sunlight they won't bloom? Isn't it true if this happens? And isn't it true? Like, and he goes, yes, yes, yeah. And can I use a sleight of hand check to grab one? Yeah. Alright. So you've got two guards that are walking around with you and the guide. Cool. And Sam is doing his utmost to yes. distract. And I'll take that in mind for the guide. Right. Not so much for the guard. Do I need to do any stealth or anything? Or um, If you wanted to like get lost at some point during the tour, that would be a stealth yeah. thing in this case now. Cool. Uh, So a 22? A 22. I have a 15 and a 20. And the guide sucked really. He's already busy anyway. Okay, uh, you pick a flower and open up your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just airing it out. Things get warm out there. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, you successfully have uh, taken a taken a flower. All right. And uh, what you're saying, like, do you know and stuff? Yeah. The guy said, uh, "Well, do you know that the original meaning of gladiolus is sword?" Wow, oh, that is interesting. Yes, and and do you know that these can only grow in dense areas with heavy rainfall? So uh, our irrigation system kind of simulates that for us. Is that what these these things are up here? Yes, yes. And did you know that this plant is attractive to butterflies and bees? Interesting. Well, that would make sense. <laughs> so I sort of yes. Know. But did you know about this flower over here? And he takes you over because he felt like you were trying to one up him. He's yeah. the guide and stuff. Yep. And uh, you guys move on to other flowers. And uh, he's, like, overly sharing now, and mm-hmm. it takes you guys much longer than you probably would have before to get out of this place. But That's you fine. do get out That's unscathed. Fine. Yeah, no big deal. Um, <laughs> Trust me, as a noble, I'm used to things taking entirely too long. <laughs> okay, Mytha um, says, uh, you know, after things start taking too long, you guys, like, she realizes you're getting further and further away from Gladiolus. She, like, um, starts, like, ramming certain ones of you to get your attention and, like, looking back at the flowers. Um... Okay, you're gonna mental. It's so, it's so random that you have this ability that happens to work like so often. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I mentally communicate to her, "We got it," and she says, "Like I didn't see it." Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so you guys get out of here, and uh, the tour is all over, and you all meet back up with my boy Morva. I want him to slowly losing his sanity. In the <coughs> Go ahead. Is it so, dusk? Yeah, isn't it meant that we're actually in the area, so I thought um, our boy here wanted to do it around two for stealing. So, yeah, this is a good point. So I think Notch is bringing up that you are inside the gates right now, and it may not be easy to get inside the gates again if you try to come back later. It is not quite dusk. It's, you know, maybe darker, but, you know, they're trying to get you out of there before the darkness gets in. Sure. Uh, then I will... Go to do that? Can go I give him the, the flower or am I going to have to like, do like more checks? No, you can give him the flower. By the point that you guys get out of the King's Garden, heading back towards the gate, you know, you're not as heavily guarded. Sweet. So now if you want to get off the path from everyone else, I'll just need a stealth check to get away. Is it by sound or is it by sight? Uh, it's. I think it covers everything, stealth, unless... If it's by sound, I have advantage. If it's sight, then I just have my stealth. Interesting. Okay, I never... Yeah, that's a cool one. I didn't know about that. Well, that's the Boots of Elven Kind. That's what they're for. Oh, that's what they're for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, it's really only going to be by sight because... Uh, well, the, uh, how about this? Yeah, I'll give you advantage against the... Let's see if you get away from the guy who's walking you guys out first. Okay. Oh, he rolled a little high. Uh, 17 plus... Stealth is 6, so 23. Okay, very good. I rolled a 17 too, but I don't have that much of a bonus. Um, and it, since it's by, you know, 
you could have rolled twice for that one. That one's by sound. So you're able to sneak away from this guy. Now it's just a matter of not being seen by the guards as you um, get into the shadows, I imagine, to work towards Fap. Okay. So, um, so can I do my second story work um, so I can just climb like really easily? Yeah, you can. So, um, give me like one check to get over to the wall. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, 17 is at the end. Okay, one of the guards is going to see you after you're already pretty far away from everyone. And he's going to come over and just say, uh, what, are you, are you lost? Are you looking for something? Oh, yes. Uh, actually, I was looking at the botanical gardens and I got lost with my terror group. Oh, okay. Well, I can assist you getting back to the, um, to the gate. Uh, he's the only guard around here at the very least. Okay. So. Uh, so can I let him, uh, like, turn around and then yeah, try to sneak off or Definitely. sprint? Oh, yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, that's fine. You can work your way back from behind him. Okay. So I'm just going to sprint because I'm silent-footed, so what's the chance of him turning around? Uh, you can either do a percentage or you can do it by your skill check. Which one do you want to live or uh, die by? I'll do my skill check, but I just, like I said, I have silent footwork, so unless, like, I could get away really easily. Yeah, I, I still got to give him some sort of check because cool. he's going to turn around talk to you, stuff like that. Uh, 19. Okay, yep. So, um, by the time he turns around, he doesn't see you. Um, and he does kind of call out, like, uh, Men, uh, be on your guard. I believe that there's a loose, um, flagrant, or whatever, vagrant, in, in the land. Um, so everyone's on guard from this point on. And, uh, you're back to the castle wall where he was before around there, so you can't climb now if you want. Well, I'm inside the walls. I was trying to climb Correct. There's, the... there's outer walls, and then there's a castle. So oh, castle that? walls, outer walls. Uh, the FAP is inside the outer walls attached to the castle. All those things are not interior castle, so like you've got the um, play area that you guys were at, and FAP is just another one that's connected to the castle, but no entrance to the castle. So you can go into it from the exterior of the castle. Okay, the, I, I wasn't sure why I'm climbing. I was trying to climb the building. Oh, okay. So, you're so trying to, I was trying to climb the building and then go in from inside so I wouldn't have to sneak past anybody. Gotcha. That's fine. Um, so you're just going to have to get to that part, and we'll get you there. You know, you're, you're already stealthed. So you're now climbing up the walls and trying to go through a window into Fap. Is that the idea? Sure. Okay. So I need to use my thieves tools to break in. Sounds good. Um, so a 19 plus? Yes. You successfully, uh, you know, probably open a window and get in with that. Cool. And um, as I remember where the guy was, because I have a high intelligence, knew where he was. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guards are keeping their positioning. Okay, um, did he appear to be looking over where the horse was? No, not at all. Alright, would I be able to go grab the horse? Um, yeah, why don't we just have you stealth across to the pedestal, we'll, we'll start there. Okay, well, if he can't see me, it's by sound, right? Yes. Okay, so I have advantage on this. So, 6, and then a 17, so 23. Okay. Yeah, 20. Yeah, let me, um, I have the guards actually in here already. So let me see if they actually get a bonus to their sight or not. Right, well, the thing is that I was supposed to stay out of sight and we did it just purely by sound. Uh, you know what I mean. Like a perception check is what I got I mean. you. I got you. My dice are always against you, Matt, when you try to do anything. I, I don't stealth. I don't stealth. I don't run. I don't jump. I, I don't do any of my skill checks because I roll fours. Okay. <laughs> they only get a plus two to perception, and it'd probably be based on passive perception at this point because he's not actively searching, which is something someone right. should have brought up. Mm -hmm. So it's just a 12. So yes, uh, you make it over to the pedestal. 
Cool. And I grab it. Do I have to use a slide of hand yes. check? Because I saw that when we pushed it, it was like, skirt, right? Yes. I need a slide of hand check for every different type of action that you're doing. Okay. Um, so 19 plus. Okay. It passes his 12 passive perceptions. So you're fine. Um, so we'll have you gently lift it because you got to get it off. Uh, and at this point, you have it lifted off of it, and the horse is just sitting there. Would I have had, like, a jar or something open, like, to grab it? I'm sure I wouldn't lift it You could it turn up. them. Whatever your plan is. I don't know if you need to investigate more or what you want to do here. I plan on using another jar. Okay. Do I have another jar? Sure, that's fine. Cool. Um, I'm going to say that that's a bit harder to, like try to push it into a jar, or, like, what, what's your plan? Like, you're going to swipe it, like, a uh, Lake Legend the, Zelda? I'm going to put the jar over it. Okay. Because then it's trapped, and as I move it, it's going to move with the jar, because it always goes away from it, just like every other one. And I'll get to the end, I'm just going to flip it. Okay. So not... They don't all work that way. The only one that works that way is the air one. The water one, you know, it's just, like, being pushed around in the thing. It's just not filling the space. Um, but that, Oh, oh, I thought the water was, like, just like a... It looked like the air, but in the water. Um, kind of. The fact is, like, only its hooves are touching the bottom of the glass. Everything else is coming up and touching. Gotcha. Um, but, um, that's gonna probably not make a lot of noise as long as you move it over. And you're, is that the sleight of hand that you gave me for that, or not yet? That was the sleight of hand I took for taking off the thing. Okay. One more sleight of hand, hopefully. Not one. Okay. Um, so, as you, uh, put the jar over top of this thing, you're lowering it and lowering it, and you clink it hard on the bottom by accident. Um, you know, your hand, like, slips from all the sweating that you're doing. I don't know. It's hot in here. And, um, the guard looks over, and, um, we'll, we'll say he, he at least sees that the thing's not on top, and starts coming over. So, you can do whatever you want in response. I don't care. Uh, I'm gonna make a wisdom check. Uh, can I kill him in one hit? And can I assassinate this guy? Uh, you've popped bigger lungs before. I'm going to let them all walk over to there and stealth behind him and then kill him. Okay. So give me one more stealth now that he's actually, um... Six. Okay. And I got a 17 on that. All so right. he sees you, he yells, um, he's not going to attack you right away here, so you get another action here, whatever you want to do. You can attack him as is, you can do whatever you want. Can I grab the horse? Yeah. You can grab the horse and run. I can grab the, the horse and run. So you grab the horse, um, and you're going to dash out the door, I imagine? Dash out the window? Out the window. Okay. That's fine. Um, a large gong is sounding as you grab this horse and go out the window. So where is your escape route? Uh, I'm going to go out the window, and then am I going to be up top of the building, I guess? Um, so well, the, right, let me ask. Yeah. Is there a wall or something like that I can run and dash to? Yeah, there's the outer wall there. Like, uh, here, we'll just... Uh, can I dash just... to it from the, uh, from the top of the building? Uh, this is the top of the building right here. This is the ground in between. Here's the wall. No, you can't make a jump like that to the other thing. I'm sure you can climb the wall once you get to it, but you're well, going to have to run across. Gotcha. Well, just because um, when I make a running jump, the distance I cover increased by number of feet equal to your dexterity modifier. Okay. So that's why I'm saying like I have a good run and jump. Sure. We'll call it 20 feet, and if you can tell me you can pull it off with your character, that's fine. I don't know how jumping works in this version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, uh, let's see what jumping does. Gosh, damn. So uh, we looked up jumping, and jumping is equal to after making a ten foot like Pathfinder, you got to start with a ten foot running distance, and then it's equal to your actual strength score, the amount of feet that you can make, and 
Matt has an ability for a rogue, or is it a... Class? Yeah, it's okay. a, well, it's a thief, which is a rogue subclass. All right, for a thief that he can add additional feet equal to his dex modifier. So your current strength is what? Eight. Okay, so he can only do eight feet plus what's your modifier? Four. So 12 feet. He's got 20 feet to cover. Um, so he's stuck running along the ground towards that wall and then climbing over the wall, which additionally is probably, you know, 15 feet high. Okay. So, um, our distance between is only 20, we know that. Uh, what's your dash speed when you add dash? Uh, well, my run speed is 25, and dash adds an additional run, so yeah, that so means it, I have a total movement of 50 foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep, so 50. So, uh, we'll give you a 10 down, 20 across, that's 30, and you get 25 to go over. So, as far as I see it, in 6 seconds, you're off this building, uh, up the wall and over the side. Um, well, you said 10 down... Yep, 20 across, 20 across, that's 30, and then 15 foot high wall. Uh-huh. So that's 15 foot to get over. So that's what? 45. 45. 45, so I can do that whole thing in one turn. That's exactly what yeah, I said. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought he was yeah. saying that I was No, I'm not telling you're screwed. Yeah, I'm telling you, I said within six seconds, you can get over and across and up that wall. Sweet. Okay. Um, no, I don't he have, doesn't to, have to. I don't have to make one. He's got a class ability that lets nice. him climb that wall that quick. So, um... All that to say, the guards are going to start pouring out the front of the portcullis, uh, looking for you. So, and you head back to the inn, or where? As I, uh, so as I'm jumping out, I'm going to strip off my, uh, noble robes. Okay. And I'm going to go to, like, a ninja part of town. Okay. Um, not much ninja part of town, but you're just going to the nearest part of town to hide out, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, that's fine, we can leave it there. Uh, so I have everyone else at the inn, right? And then... Uh, I have Bay Breeze laying low in a dingy part of town. Cool. Alright. Um, I don't know. I, I have to say, like, I know this is turning out to be a longer episode, and we don't turn into a tavern talker or not, but um, I do think that skill checks are, what is it, like, uh, tedious, and I don't mm. know that 5e has made that any simpler. I do like the passive perception as far as the guard not having to worry about making rolls for that, so I'm not constantly rolling against you. But I don't know how else to have a character go through breaking in and stealing something, which has to be skill check based until they attack someone, in a less tedious manner. Uh, you just have a person roll a single roll. And it then seems so a... unfair, though, doesn't it? No, no. that's horrible. I disagree with that. I apologize. Well, you, you can disagree. It's a DM choice. Like right. when I had When I had other people roll for stealth checks, I just had them roll once, and then based on that roll, if they had a really bad roll... You know, uh, at one point, one girl, she had to go on top of a building, and I said the buildings were, you know, rickety. Like, they honestly, they didn't need to have to do a self check, but she wanted to. So when she rolled a really bad one, I said that, like, one of the stairs that she was on top of the building came off. Like, it was a metal staircase, like a fire exit, and it hit, made a loud noise. All the birds flew away. The one guy was trying to talk to birds, so it ruined that for him. Mm-hmm. And then for them, like, nothing, like, came out of it, but it was one of those things where... I let her roll that, and I didn't penalize her for it. So what's so? Um, I think like uh, there's nothing wrong with the way that you did that. The question is, is obviously when circumstances change and there's new people included, should they really keep their same check? Like if I move from one area to another area, I have to re like I need to re redo my stealthing. So as long as she's running along that, that makes sense. But what happens when she jumps into the alley below and there's people around or more guards or things like that? Is she keeping her same stealth and are they all passive, or does her jump and landing need a separate check, so that she makes less noise. That's the type of stuff that, like, that's, that's, I think that's how it needs to be done, 
to at least be realistic and give the player a chance to respond to each thing. Because at, at the very least, you do get a chance to respond to everything. Where I think your player only responds when something goes wrong. Or, well, I guess well, it's the no, same it's, let, let me ask you this. If, yeah. a, if I were a rogue playing, let's just say like a game Assassin's Creed. Sure. Um, if I were to be the only person that was stealthing somewhere and trying to steal something by myself. Yeah. And I, you know, as a DM, as a story element, I'm supposed to be good at stealing things and breaking into things. Now, sure. Babries, I can understand, it's you know, not, him but not. Yeah. Um, but if a person who's like, they said, I want my character to be a really stealthy person so yeah. I can, you know, climb, get in all that stuff. Um, why would I say, if you aren't able to do that, I would maybe have them give me like a couple of roles if I wanted to. Sure. But if it was the whole group, yeah, then I might say, okay, yeah. you know what? You're a so, person who can jump off a building and blend into a, a crowd of people that are underneath yeah. because you're a stealthy person. Yeah, well, I'll take turns on that real quick. Do that. I, I, think, I think I get where you're going. So the turns on that real quick is one thing I like about D&D is that you, if you choose to be a stealthy person, you have to put the work into your character for that. And that work is shown through skill checks. Um, and the level of randomness is equal to the level of randomness on your controller during... Whatchamacallit, whether or not you move or knock into bottles on the street and whatchamacallit. Like, I know Bloodborne has bottles that you can knock over that make noise that make monsters attack you. So that that's where I'm going to leave that for that. Reed, what did you have to say? Well, I mean, it's one of those things at that point, then you've got to say, okay, I made Morva who's supposed to bash guys, therefore Morva needs to never take an attack roll. He can automatically hit everybody in combat because his character is supposed to hit people in combat. That's for one. The other thing is the multiple skill check things. What I was going to say is that it builds the story. Because all of a sudden the events change mid skill check, and then right, you get I had new skill things check. to say because of that. Right, That's interesting. so it builds the story up and makes the story more complex. Maybe and I'm just lazy, and I didn't want to like have to make up story as we went, or, or I don't know. I guess I was getting like, and you know, like you can tell the truth, man. Like I was getting a weird vibe that you were not enjoying all the roles. Was that uh, true or not true? I mean, it's one of those things where, and it's not more of a attacking; it's more of a strength checks. More of a strength checked, like an animal with fours and fives, whenever you had to tear out that thing in the wall. Yeah. But Morva is arguably supposed to be able to just rip that thing out. Now, if Baveries were to do it, yeah, Baveries should definitely have to roll. No, but if more, I was saying if Morva is a combat character, which he is, it has nothing to do with the strength checks. It has everything to do with his so, combat But we're talking checks. skill check to skill check. You're going somewhere yeah. different. I, I understand what you're yeah, saying. But it, that's not a skill check. He can't put ranks into his strength check. Yes, he can. No, he can't. He has, <laughs> he has athletics. He has... All of these different types of strength checks. I have dexterity. I have yeah. sleight of hand. I have stealth. So these are all skill check items. So one thing that they could do, like on on a constructive front, like you know, we can argue about how we feel the game should be played. I'm actually asking, uh, could Five E have made an addition to the game to make it easier? And I think I already answered that to some degree that they did with passive perception. And I think they chose not to. And I, you know, like n- no one's right or wrong here, but I think they chose not to because if we had passive skill checks, we would have no player interaction. You kind of have an automated system. Yeah, we have an automated system. And it almost does, like, I think what Reed's afraid of is a passive skill check where you say, like, I'm already good at this, I don't need to roll, I just take a 20, or I take a 15 or something like that. And then we can say, well, this creature has a passive check for that. Or maybe the other people would get to roll, but why would they roll if you weren't rolling to start? So it's it's an interesting idea. Um, but I, I what I always liked is when we learned about Critical Hit and we started playing those, you know, kind of skill challenges... At least when everyone else is involved, like, you're constantly giving feedback to the DM about what you're doing. And maybe that is what needs to happen here, but the scene needs to be painted better on my part. Maybe if I painted a more elaborate scene, um, then skill checks wouldn't be so monotonous because you would see options and choose options. 
Um, and then even in those ways, we'd still roll to see whether or not you passed or failed. Um, but it would be a little bit more fun instead of just, cause it did feel like we were just throwing dice. You know what I mean? Like, well, just at certain dice. point, I mean, I'm rolling 17, 18s most of the time. There's only yeah. two that I've rolled what below. Which is really size. lucky. Yeah. And I still got caught. Twice. Because I rolled really high. Twice. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you rolled yeah. that 20 and it's just, I don't yeah. know. I don't personally, I don't find skill checks to be all that fun. Yeah. But I have never found skill checks to be fun. That's, that's a personal <laughs> thing. Like, that has always been true. That has nothing to do with, like, I think the game works so well. I just don't like it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Sam? Yeah. yeah. Well, you said it's really tedious and stuff, but combat is really tedious, too. It can be, at least. And there's a system for checks and balances to ensure that it goes right. across in a way that makes fair. Right. You're rolling. So, I mean, like, if you wanted, if you wanted to fight the guard, we would have to roll if you're for that. You know, he doesn't have counter rolls, which yeah. is nice. But it's a little faster than skill checks, I guess. Well, until his turn comes, then he gets to fight back. Correct. So, Jared, any final thoughts? You're going to end it there. I'm good. Thank you. All right. Uh, we thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time uh, for what I think is going to be a pumpkin spice. I always try to plan these out, and I think I was wrong like twice so far. So, sorry if you heard one episode was coming and it did not come and I didn't edit it out. Uh, until next time, we were the Pathless Podcast, and um, we hope that you find the time to visit Felicia and Fat. <laughs>